to the cross stands as we continue to ask the question, what do we believe as we continue to walk together through the catechism of the Catholic Church? I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. So what does it mean that God is creator of heaven and earth? And and what are these visible and invisible things? Well, this, to say heaven and earth just means uh, all things that exist, things in the realm of where God is, that, that is in heaven, things where we are, that is on earth, uh, things that are preternatural uh, that we don't see, of all things uh, in heaven and on earth, things visible and invisible. And the Catechism starts this section by speaking about the creation of, of the angels. When did God create the angels? St. Augustine says that when God says, let there be light, that's where he created the angels. Light is often a symbol for the angels. Life is also often a sign that denotes the presence of the angels. And St. Augustine says, well, how did God create light on the first day and didn't create the sun until a couple days later? And St. Augustine said, well, well, maybe um, when God said, let there be light, he wasn't talking about light from the sun, but maybe he was, he was talking about the angels. And then the Bible goes on to say at the very beginning of the book of Genesis that God separated the light from the darkness. And St. Augustine says that this was the judgment of the angels. The time went, because remember, an angel is a spiritual being, a spiritual creature like you and like me. Angels have intellect that they can know and they have wills that they can choose. And so at the very beginning, the angels were given a choice, a choice whether to love, a choice whether to be with God and for God, or a choice uh, to reject God. And uh, the book of Revelation indicates that the great dragon, the ancient serpent, the devil, who led this no to God, who said no to love, who said no to communion with God, that uh, he swept away with him a third of the stars in the heaven. And if the stars in the heaven are a sign of a symbol of the angels, then, then we know that one third of the angels fell. God said, let there be light, and there was light. He created the angels, and God separated the light from the darkness. That is, God presented to them the freedom of the choice to love, and a third of them said no. And, and two-thirds of them said yes. So if you ever find yourself afraid because of the activity of demons in the world, well, um, it is good to, to know that the demons exist and um, to know that they can negatively affect us. But it's also good to remember that there are twice as many angels as there are demons. If a third of the angels fell, that means two-thirds of the angels did not fall. Two-thirds of the angels remain serving God. And there's twice as many angels as there are demons. So what is an angel? Well, uh, when you say angel, that means you're talking about what it, what it does. And uh, actually, an angel is a spirit. We, we, we already said this. An angel is a personal spiritual being. An angel has an intellect. And an angel has a will, uh, just, just like you and I do. But angels don't have bodies. They're, they're spirits. So what is an angel? Um, an angel is a spirit. What does an angel do? Well, that's what actually angel means. The word angel means messenger. Angelos in Greek. Hebrew. An angel is a messenger. That means an angel announces 
the, the revelation of God. And angels protect God's holy people. You and I each are, are assigned a guardian angel. And there, there, th- this is very important. There is an angel assigned by God to help you get to heaven. But we should honor our angel. This is personal spiritual being, which is of a higher order naturally than you and than me, is assigned by God and is so humble that the angel comes to our aid. The angel comes, it comes to help us. So every morning when I wake up, I pray the angel of God prayer. I'm angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom God's love commits me here. Ever this day be at my side to light, to guard, to rule, and to guide. Amen. And every every morning I pray that prayer. It's a very simple prayer. It's a prayer that a that a five year old could pray, um, but it in it honors and it invokes this personal spiritual being who, because God has assigned him to me, chooses to help me, even though uh, in the order of nature the angel is better than me and higher than me. This angel chooses to humbly assist me, and so I think I owe at least every morning. To, to say thank you and also to ask, to ask for that help, to say yes. And I'm very open to your help. Please keep, keep me free from sin. Um, please keep me on the path of virtue. Uh, please, if I do sin, prod me to repentance. That we can be helped by the holy angels. So what about visible? We say, uh, I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. So we spoke of the angels and also a little bit of the demons, those things that are invisible, that are unable to be seen because they are spiritual. But what about the visible world? Well, God created everything, everything that we see, everything the light touches, and, and even the things that the light doesn't touch. God created it for his glory. All of it exists for and in God. You remember, God is existence itself. So insofar as anything exists, it exists in God. It exists for God. In fact, everything that exists is meant to contribute to giving God glory because God is the one who created, because God is the master of all things, because God is so good and deserves our glory and our honor and our praise. And everything that exists is meant to participate in our sanctification, the glorification of God and the sanctification of man, to praise God for who he is because he is all good and to help us, to help you and me be holy, to help you and me live with God now and into eternity. And so the Bible says that we've been gifted with all of the creation. Adam is called to till and to keep the garden. Adam's called to protect and to cultivate the gifts of the earth. And we do that now on very much of a macro scale. scale. We have big industries and um, and, and total sectors of economy which are designated, which are um, res, uh, used to cultivate this part of the earth or to cultivate that part of the earth or um, to do this thing that contributes to the growth of society. And those are all good things so long as we remember that we are not owners of the earth, but rather we are stewards. The earth is not ours to do with what we want. 
It's surely not ours to, to destroy, but it's ours to care for. It's ours to keep and, it, and it's ours to use. But, but in the end, it doesn't belong to us. It's meant to glorify God and to help us to be holy. So if we're going to be good stewards of all things visible, the visible things that, we've give, that, that God has given us, we have to use the world, use the earth in a sustainable way. We have to um, shun a culture of waste or uh, a throwaway culture, as Pope Francis often says, but rather use the earth in a way that is in fact sustainable. Use the earth in a way that respects all the human beings who live on the earth and whom, for whom the earth is and um, and that looks forward into continued good use of the earth for ourselves and for our descendants as as we move into the future. So we are called to be stewards of the earth. The earth, the point of the visible world is to glorify God and to um, provide us with an opportunity for sanctification, to draw close to him. And when do we draw close to him the most which particular way has God given us to draw close to him? Well, he leads us into his rest, says the book of Hebrews, or the letter, rather, to the Hebrews in the scriptures. That's why, back in Genesis, the, the creation of the world is presented as seven days, six days of work and one day of rest. And perhaps God did that over seven 24-hour periods, and perhaps God didn't, but God used a process of billions of years of cosmic and then biological evolution to allow to, for this world to come into existence. Uh, however, that, however that happened um, isn't, doesn't matter for our point here. Well, our point here is that the Bible teaches us, the Word of God teaches us, God himself teaches us that the creation was for the sake of rest and that you and I, we can't make gods out of our work. If we make gods out of our work, out of our work then we, well, we, we've missed the point. Then, then we end up perhaps using the world, the visible world, for our pleasure. Um, but we perhaps um, fail to be stewards of the visible world and we don't enter into the joy and to the delight which God has for us. Now, if every day is a rest day, if every day is Sunday, well, then something is lost there as well. If we don't work, no, we're supposed to work and we're supposed to work hard. And God gives us these six days to work, but we're also supposed to rest, uh, to rest hard, so to speak, or to rest well, or uh, maybe the best way to say it is simply to take our rest seriously, to take our physical rest seriously, to rest our minds to read good things, to engage in good conversations with family and friends, and most of all, to care for our souls, to, to, to go to Mass, and to, um, to receive Holy Confession if we need to, and then it being in a state of grace to receive our Lord Jesus in Holy Communion, to hear His Word proclaimed in the Scriptures, and to allow our souls to be refreshed by drinking from the wellspring of worship, drinking from the fountain of salvation about which the scripture speaks so that we can truly enter into the rest of God. So God made heaven and earth. He made all that exists and everything exists to, for his glory and for our sanctification, the glorification of God and the sanctification of man. He made the angels and each of us have an angel who watches over us and protects us and who guides us. And it would 
do us well in the morning, each morning or each night to, to thank our guardian angel and for, to ask for the angel's help. Angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom God's love commits me here, ever this day be at my side to light and to guard, to rule and to guide. Amen. And then you and I, uh, as human beings, are called to rule, are called to steward, are called to care for and to use for our good and for God's glory, this visible world which we have given us. So we should shun a throwaway culture. Um, We should uh, eliminate waste as much as we possibly can and enjoy the beauty of the world and allow it to lead us into rest and into praise and into the glory of into the glory of God. Allow it, allow the beauty of creation to lead us to the beauty of the sacraments and to lead us into the beauty of the creator, of God himself, who draws us into communion. All right, well, thanks for being with me today uh, as we speak of the heavens and the earth, the things invisible and invisible. And we'll talk to you soon, and God bless you.